sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto. And I'm Fiona Bartholomew. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in gaming. This week, Elden Ring's Shadow of the Earth Tree gets release date, the big announcements from this week's Nintendo Direct, and Larian wins big at the Dice Awards. Here's the news for Sunday, 25th of February. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. Big news for all us tarnished, Elden Ring's big expansion DLC, Shadow of the Erd Tree, has a release date. You'll be able to slosh through the poisonous swamps of the Land of Shadow, a new area accessible after defeating Mog, Lord of Blood, on PC, Xbox, and PS5 on Friday, 21st of June. The area is said to be larger than Limgrave in the base game, with new bosses, weapons, and a Sekiro-like attack power system. The big tree shown in the new trailer is the Halleck tree, and between its spooky branches, we'll learn more about Mikella, Mesmer, and Queen Marika, who are all tied to the land of Shadow. There'll be plenty of secrets to discover, no doubt, and Elden Ring players will be sure to bloody bang on about it constantly, so get ready for a few more months of them being insufferable from June. Nintendo is back with another direct partner showcase, and boy, was it a big one. A blast from the past and one I never thought would get a remaster is Epic Mickey Rebrushed. It's an enhanced version of the 2010 platformer where the Disney mascot uses a magic paintbrush to draw or erase objects during his quest. It's getting better visuals, quality of life improvements, and new skills and abilities. No release date yet, but it is coming to Switch later this year. We're getting a gorgeous new addition to the beloved Wii series Endless Ocean with Endless Ocean Luminous. Dive into the game either solo or up to 30 players online and discover over 500 different species of marine life, including long extinct and slightly mythical creatures. It'll be out on April 25th. Dive back into the NES and SNES era of games with RC Pro AM, Snake Rattle and Roll, Battletoads in Battle Maniacs and Killer Instinct. For those with Switch Online Expansion Pack, you can also pick up Nintendo 64's Blast Call. Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2 are receiving the remastered treatment with Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection. The early 2000s games will include their solo campaigns, local multiplayer matches, and 64-player online battles, which sound like so much fun. That will be out on Switch as well as PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC on March 14th. We also got a first-hand look at a couple of Xbox exclusives that are coming to other platforms. Pentiment is a historical narrative-driven adventure with beautifully illustrated art inspired by medieval tapestries and books. Play as a master artist who gets caught up in a decade-spanning murder mystery plot where your actions have consequences. This one is out now. And finally, Grounded, the Obsidian Xbox co-op survival game with a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids vibe, is also heading to the Switch. Grab your friends and try to survive in a world that is much, much bigger than you. Seriously, you'll have to fight off giant ants and spiders. This one also features cross-platform multiplayer. So good news if you've got friends playing on Xbox or PC. Grab it when it launches on April 16th. As always, there were a stack of other games that were announced. You can check out the list in our show notes. Speaking of Nintendo, it's been an impatient couple of weeks for anybody waiting for news about the Switch 2. And sadly, there are already reports that it'll be delayed. Brazilian journalist Pedro Henrique Lutilupe, Video Games Chronicle, and Eurogamer have all reported that sources are now pointing to an early 2025 release date. Lutilupe, who has successfully reported on Nintendo leaks in the past, says we can expect an official reveal in June. 
I'm excited to see what Nintendo does next. While the Switch was groundbreaking, handheld competition is definitely more fierce now. After a hotfix to Baldur's Gate 3 last week broke everyone's mods, Larian's director of publishing, Michael Dowes, posted that the studio was working on official cross-platform modding support later this year. At the moment, a number of scripts need to be constantly updated and adjusted as patches are released, so it's a bit of a cat-and-mouse game to keep those mods running. Larian production head David Walgrave got up on stage to accept the Game of the Year award at the 27th annual DICE Awards last week, calling out the pressure from shareholders responsible for thousands of game developers and other studios losing their jobs. Last year I started thinking the secret to our success is the decisions that we make come from what does the player want, what do I think is best for the game, what is the most fun, what is the most crazy. People telling us we shouldn't do this, uh, or we can't do it, or this is too challenging or too hard. That usually just gives us a kick up the arse to actually make it happen. We ask you to pay one price only for the game, and that's it. You can own it for the rest of your life. We don't have shareholders, but we also don't think about them. But what we have tried in the last 20 years is to treat people like we would like to be treated ourselves as players, as gamers. So we don't make decisions where we, take, where we think this could make us the most money. On the long run, building a community, building a player base, building games that are actually fun is going to make you the most money. That's it. A unique studio in a unique position, but I'm sure most of us hope that the rest of the industry can move in Larian's direction for the sake of all developers. Xbox Cloud Gaming does allow for a few non-Game Pass free-to-play games like Fortnite, but in most cases, only titles included in the subscription could be played from the cloud. It was originally announced as arriving in 2022, but a random Xbox player messaged Phil Spencer through Xbox chat feature who said, should be this year, so there you go. Expect a legitimate announcement soon, I'd say. Helldivers 2 has broken even more player records this week. Last weekend, over 333,000 concurrent PC players logged in to shoot bugs, fight socialist robots, and blow themselves up for liberty, surpassing the player count for all other PlayStation PC ports. Whether it's because it launched on PC and PlayStation 5 at the same time, well, just because it's super fun game, it's hard to tell. There's still some pretty big server issues and bugs going on though, some of which have occurred because of the massive number of people trying to play the game. The team have been busily working to increase server capacity and have released several patches in the last few days to help squash crashes, fix matchmaking, and one to kick players idling in the server. So let's hope the server queues will finally settle down. Hi, Chris Button here from DropRate, Sifter's video game review podcast. Unicorn Overlord might have a strange name, but don't dismiss its tactical prowess. It uses a, a tactics mode, um, and, which is similar to the Gambit system that was in Final Fantasy XII for your um, uh, your squad mates. And you can say, okay, well, you know, Hodrick, who's my legionnaire with the big shield, I want him to prioritize protecting the back row. They're going to take the most damage. If they take a physical hit, they're going to go down, but I need them to be protected. So you can get quite granular with this, and I reckon you could build some pretty wild builds that are <laughs> totally game-breaking, um, but it's kind of the fun of the tactical squad-based gameplay in Unicorn Overlord. Tune in to Drop Rate to find out why Unicorn Overlord might just be one of 2024's sleeper hits. Available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. 
That's it for the big headlines. Here are the games coming out this week. It's a big week for remakes and remasters, and up first is the cult classic Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, which has been remade from the ground up for current-gen consoles. Grab that on PC, Xbox Series S and X, and PlayStation 5 on the 28th. Also out on the 28th is another fan favourite, Star Wars Dark Forces Remaster. Jump back into the shoes of Kyle Katan and revisit this 1995 classic in 4K resolution at 120fps. That's coming to all platforms this Wednesday. And rounding up the remakes for this week, we have the highly anticipated second entry to the Final Fantasy VII remakes, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Fans of the series love the first entry in this planned trilogy, and Rebirth is looking fantastic from what we've seen so far. That's out on the 29th, currently exclusive to PlayStation 5. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. And my name is Fiona Bartholomew. Thanks so much for listening. We know you love our podcast, so why not become a monthly backer on Ko-Fi? Your support lets us keep making our shows, and it's easy to do. Head to sifter.com.au slash support, where support starts from just $1 a month. That link again is sifter.com.au slash support, or check the show notes. Sifter is produced by Kyle Paletto, myself, Courtney Borat, Adam Christou, Daniel Ang, and Chris Button. Mitch Lowe is senior producer who edited this episode, and Gianni Di Giovanni is the walkthrough script editor and Sifter's executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcasts. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. See you then. Sifter.